0: Welcome everybody to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I am your host, John Evil. here. Let's get right down to it, starting with AW Rampage. We have a quarterfinal match in the Grand Slam Unlimited Tournament as Penta El Zero Miedo defeated Jay Lethal. Jeff, Jared, and company kept getting involved, including tying Penta's mask to the ropes, but the referee ejected Jeff, Karen, Satnam, and Sanjay before helping Penta. Eventually, Lethal knocked Penta's mask off and tried to grab Jarrett's guitar that was still at ringside, but Alex Abrahantis took it away from him. Penta followed this by snapping Lethal's arm and hitting the fear factor for the pen to advance Chris Jericho was on commentary talking about the differences him and Sammy Guevara have been having and on cue Sammy comes out they both said they're pissing each other off in a bit of a joking fashion so Jericho said I need to get it out of their system and decide to make a match for Grand Slam and ended up hugging to end the segment Hikaru Shida Sky Blue Dr. Britt Baker DMD defeated Anna Jay the Bunny and Taya Valkyrie Baker and Sheeta butted heads at the end literally, but Baker was able to trap the bunny and to lock Shaw for the submission win. The Young Bucks defeated Angela Parker and Matt Menard in pretty quick fashion after hitting the BTE trigger on Menard as Nick Jackson gets to pen. We get a video from Mike Santana who talks about coming into a fork in the road and decisions having to be made in the right direction. He said you can't depend on anyone to have the same passion or drive as they show clips of him as well as Ortiz. He said the road he's taken on is on his own without a crush or a crew and he's not here to make friends but to make money. And the other grand final Grand Slam Eliminated Tournament quarterfinal match, Samoa Joe defeated Jeff Hardy. After making him pass out to the Kokina Clutch, Joe won in a pretty dominant fashion here we go to impact wrestling this is the victory road go home show right before their pay-per-view in white plains i do have a live report on pulsewrestling.com of victory road as well as the 1000 tapings that happened the following day but on this show on beat um before the impact ace austin defeated jason hotch after hitting the fold as chris bay held back skylar from interfering onto the main show diana Peraza defeated danny luna in a good opener with diana making uh, luna submit with the fujiwara armbar We get a dark promo from Crazy Steve who said he's not crazy, but he's 100% aware of his actions and that's why he knew that Black 2 was going to do the same thing that everybody else did by leaving him, abandoning him, and forgetting about him. That's why he's going to take him out at Victory Road. Tommy Dreamer spoke about the Monumental Impact 1000 episode and how on February 15th, 1980, his parents took him to his first ever wrestling show at the Westchester County Center in White Plains, New York. He also had his first WWE tryout there with his parents in the front row and talks about main eventing there, the original ECW as well as the WWE ECW. And that building means everything to him as it's seven blocks away from where he had to say goodbye, goodbye to his mother. Heath stops him and says why put your career on the line against Kenny King and maybe you should take a step back and reassess this but Dreamer said it's either going to be the end for him or he'll write another chapter for Tommy Dreamer. Joya defeated Champagne Singh and Shira after they hit the one hit wonder on Singh. as Joe Henry gets the pin. The crowd is really getting into this entrance from Joya as they do the entrance with them. Steve Macklin and Bully Ray are backstage as Bully seems disturbed. Bully says Macklin has everything he wants but he doesn't want PCL. He wants Carloulette, and they have done everything to try and destroy PCL and they can't keep him down. Macklin says he will follow Bully's lead but if he has to take care of himself, he will and hopes Bully has his six. Rich Swan and Sammy Callahan defeated a subculture, great double team at the end from Swan and Callahan working like a real tag team as Swan hits the 450 on Mark Andrews to get the pin. The Good Hands interrupt the Rascals backstage and said that they deserve a tag team title shot after helping them win and said after Victory Road they can talk about it as the Rascals insinuated that the Good Hands will help them win against the Mortis and Machine Guns at a Victory Road. Leo Rush defeated Kevin Knight in a non-title match, another good match here with Rush hit in the final hour for the pin. Rush kept attacking Knight after and even put on the hover bar lock which prompted Kushida the Run out and rush, run, rush out of the ring. We see Dirty Dango and Alpha Bra- Bravo in Toronto as Dango says that he hopes he's not here for the 2000 episode and says when he thinks of Impact and TNA he thinks of Abyss, Elix Skipper, Jerry Lynn, Disco Inferno and says James Storm is now a stuntman and he might be here in Toronto doing stunt work and says they are doing this for Dixie Carter before asking if she's single. They want to talk about Jake Something and mocking his love for pro wrestling and Dango ends up by saying he loves baseball but he's not going to start against the Red Sox starting for the Red Sox against the Astros, before saying how good of a promo that was. We go to a contract signing for Trinity and Alicia Edwards. Alicia says that she can't understand Centino's accents or anything that these stupid Canadians here in Toronto are saying. Alicia then brags about being beating nine other knockouts to get a title shot in the Battle Royal last week, and Trinity is looking at the next knockouts champion. Trinity then says she can't understand Alicia's stupid accent, which gets a big pop in a boston sucks chan here trinity says alicia has grabbed her attention recently as as alicia said trinity has everything handed to her from day one eddie edwards cuts trinity off and tells her to not wave the impact banner as him and alicia have been here longer than anybody alicia asked trinity where her man is and even if he wanted to be here he cannot trinity brought up eddie turning his back on impact and told mr alicia to pipe down which prompted alicia to toss a drink in trinity's face trinity kicks and starts attacking alicia and was going to put it through the table but eddie edwards grabs trinity and puts it through the table instead Frankie kazarian out of the ring. Main event here was Bully Ray and Steve Macklin defeated Josh Alexander in PCL. Ending was Macklin distracting the referee as Bully hits PCO with a low blow to roll him up for the pin. We go to Ring of Honor on Honor Club. We have the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship defended here as Athena defeated Allison K. There was a backstage segment with Allison K. challenging Athena for the title and when Athena said no, Billy Starks tries to get Athena to accept which she does. Athena tells Starks to attack Kay on the outside which she pretended to do but she actually didn't and the finish came with Athena knocking Jay off the top rope and hitting the old face for the pin. Athena tells Billy to stomp Kay's face into the title after, and she did not. So Athena did it instead, and they yelled at Billy before leaving her in the ring. Tony Knees defeated Silas Young after hitting him with the running knees. Spanish announced projects, and Helico and Serpentico defeated Adam Priest and Shaft pretty quickly here, with spice submission, with Helico putting on the Navarro role as Shaft taps out. Willow Nightingale and Sky Blue defeated the Renegades, with Sky Blue pitting Robin after hitting the Cold Blue. We have a Ring of Honor World Six-Man Tag Team Championship Proven Ground match as a Mogul Embassy defeated Gravity, Metalik, and Griff Garrison with Brian Cage pinning Metalik after they hit this new move. It's like Cage and Bishop Um Khan, they hold Metalik as Toa Leona hits a splash off the ropes. Pretty innovative here. Kara Hogan defeated Layla Gray in a pretty easy fashion here with the Battle of the Baddies after hitting the spinning Fisherman's Buster. Maria Canales tells Griff Garrison backstage that he has the raw potential if he surrounds himself around the right people like her and Cole Carter. The Infantry and Willie Mack defeated August Matthews, Davey Bang and Joss C in dominant fashion with Sean Dean getting the pin. Layla Hirsch defeated Lady Frost, Maria and Cole Carter come out to watch. Layla gets the easy submission with the cross arm breaker to make it 10 wins in a row. Maria tried to shake Layla's hand after but she left saying that she is doing just fine without her. Eddie Kingston and Cassiore Shibata defeated Gringo Loco and Blake Christian. Kingston's first appearance in Ring of Honor since Supercard of Honor back in March. Very good fast-paced match here with Shibata catching Christian off the ropes with a springboard into the sleeper and the PK for the win. We have a Ring of Honor World Title Prove Ground match as Claudio Castagnoli defeated Lee Johnson pretty easily hitting the pop-up uppercut for the pen. The Iron Savages defeated Caleb Conley and Ren Jones extremely quickly after hitting the stack splash on Jones as Bronson gets to win. Lexi Nair was backstage with Athena and Billy Starks as Athena asks where Lexi's shirt was and she takes off her jacket to show that she's actually wearing it. Athena then gets in Billy's face and tells her that she'll be giving her more minion training. Main event here was Action Andretti, Darius Martin, and the Best Friends defeated the Outrunners and the Workhorsemen in an eight-man tag match. Quick and easy win here with Trent Barretta getting the pen after him and Chuck Taylor hit the strong zero we go to MLW Fusion we start at the office of Mr. St. Laurent at the World Titan Federation WTF where he says that Matt Cardona is coming after the second gear crew from Mance Warner biting MSL's foot we then cut to MSL who's in a ring and it the World Titan Federation's newest member is Snisky Snisky comes out and defeats Yosefer L in seconds after he had the chokeslam and he tried to carry Yosefer out in a stretcher after and d- Snisky kept attacking him The main event and Microman defeated Little Guido and Ray Jazz of the FBI and the honorary FBI member here in Jesus Rodriguez, the former Ricardo Rodriguez, with Microman hitting a mini Vader bomb through the hoop on Ray Jazz for the win. Sam Adonis comes out after and starts to run down Microman before Snisky runs out and takes out the main event. MSL then has Snisky punt some dolls into the crowd before he's getting ready to punt Microman but the second gear crew run out to save him. Alex Kane cut this very heartfelt promo about how wrestling saved his life talking about his family and when he was growing up in a tough family environment and how he got bullied. And the main event here, Shigeru Iri defeated Calvin Tankman for the WXW Unified World Wrestling Championship, a defense here from Eerie, even though he lost the title a uh, long time ago. <laughs> but he retains here after hitting the Beast Bomber, a very good match here, and what looks to be Tankman's last MLW appearance as he you now a free agent. And the show ends with Jacob Fatu. Uh, doing a promo calling out Minoru Suzuki as the match has been made official for the next pay-per-view, which is Slaughterhouse. So, Women of Wrestling, this is the season finale, which is just a recap, so they showed a couple matches here. Like the Tango Twins beating Miami Sweet Heat to win the tag team titles, as well as Penelope Pank retaining against Princess Aussie. But next week's episode is going to be a whole new season, so I'm sure we we'll could probably get some new faces in Women of Wrestling. NWA Power, Zicky Dice defeated Judas, Gags, Gimp, and Dak Draper after Dice took advantage of Draper, taking out Gags and getting the pen and advancing to the finals to become the new television champion after Tom Latimer vacated it as he's going after the world title. So there's going to be another four-way match, and the winner of that is going to face Zicky Dice to see who's the new champion. Jack Stane defeated AJ Kazana by submission with the Camel Clutch. Rolando and Rush Freeman were upset that Brady Pierce turned on them, so Rolando gets Rush a match against Tom Latimer to prove himself, which will happen pretty soon. Homicide and Joe Alonso defeated Colby Carano and uh koa laxamana with ricky morton is a special guest of referee. shenanigans throughout this entire match with morton allowing interference from jimmy stanley on the outside morton then didn't go for the count when laxamana speared homicide and ended up kicking laxamana down low instead as alonzo takes out laxamana as morton makes the quick pen world champion ec3 comes out and tells tom latimer to come out and challenge him Lat- before, before latimer could talk camille says that EC3 has lost his mind ever since leaving that other company and since it's been politicking ever since the Dixie days. Camille says even gags the gimp could have defeated Tyrus. Ooh. EC3 said Camille made a mistake and lost her women's title and tells her not to make the same mistake for Latimer, but Latimer says he'll see EC3 at the pay-per-view as the match is officially made for NWA Sawin on October 28th. Kyle Davis interviews Chris Adonis about being in an NWA TV title tournament and possibly having to face Zicky Dice, and Adonis just asks, who is Zicky Dice? And in the main event here, originally it was a non-title match, but it becomes a NWA Women's World Championship match as Kenzie Page defends against Samantha Starr after hitting the Kenzie Cutter. We go to level up. We have Tavian Heiss defeated Ike Minjiro after hitting the belly-to-belly suplex to get his first televised win, and Heiss had a little bit more of a serious look here. Fallon Henley defeated Carmen Petrovic. Petrovic was interviewed before the match, showing a little bit of anger as she hasn't won yet, and, Henley, and tells Henley to watch out, but Hanley gets the win after hitting a Shining Wizard, and commentary brought up how Henley is sending a message that she'll be in contention for the women's world title picture soon. And we have a Global Heritage Invitational Block B match as Joe Coffey defeated Akira Tozawa after hitting all the best for the Bells. Pretty competitive match here to give Coffey two more points, bringing him to a total of four, while Tozawa still has zero. On WWE main event, Bronson Reed defeated Akira Tozawa after hitting the Tsunami, and Tom- Monster Champa defeated Riddick Moss after hitting the fairy tale ending and going a bit over nine minutes in a really good match from these two. That is it for me this week, you guys catch him here next week for another episode of Shot in the Dark.